I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Aaron Stahl on the line, and he's president and co-founder over at P3 Cost Analyst. Aaron, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey, Adam, appreciate you having me on. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at P3 Cost Analyst and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how would you get started in your career and in business? Sure. Well, yeah, for me, it started, started all the way back in college. It was probably my junior year of college that I really caught the entrepreneurial bug. All my friends were getting ready to graduate and learning or applying for internships. And I noticed everybody was really looking like they were headed down the path of a 40-hour week uh, working for corporate America, what felt like the rat race to me. So I was, wasn't was sure what I wanted to do, but I knew for sure that I didn't want to do that. So I immediately started looking for ways to make money myself, businesses to get into, and, and kind of pave my own way. And so I, at the time, real estate was really booming, and I put together a team, and we started building houses. And, and had a little bit of success in that, but I knew it wasn't something that I wanted to do forever. One of those reasons was the recession was starting to kick in, and it, it just wasn't obviously the industry you wanted to be in. So I was looking for something a little more recession-proof, and I stumbled across the cost reduction industry and uh, became a, a waste consultant and opened up shop that way. And then over the years, we've added more and more expense categories to the, the company that we have today. Wow, what a what a great story! So you knew coming out of college, you said oh, this is it for me. I'm tr- I'm not going to do that forty hour week. I want an eighty hour week, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be careful what you wish for, for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so obviously, um, you know, you've come a long way. You've been in business many years, like going um, over fifteen years. Congratulations, great accomplishment there. Um, first of all, um, and in and, and, and your niche and, and with your businesses with P with the P three brand. Um, that being said, uh, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs that are just getting out of college maybe, and they're, they're probably in that same situation that you were. They're like, I don't know if I want to do that 40-hour week. I want that 80-hour week. Um, what kind of advice yeah. would you give to that new uh, that new would-be entrepreneur that's really just getting started? Yeah, well, I'd tell them all to, to go for it. I, I encourage everybody I meet to start their own business, work for themselves. It's just a, a pretty gratifying way to make a living and control your own destiny. But the other the other piece of advice I would give them is to to start small. When I when I first started, I was pretty ambitious, and there's nothing wrong with being ambitious, but you got to be smart about it. And I spent I spent a long time calling on Fortune 500 companies as a one man shop, thinking I could get in the door and make a million dollars on one deal. And I learned after a while that that is not how it works. And even the biggest companies in in the world start small. I mean, Tyson started with a, a pickup truck and Walmart started with one store and Facebook, I'm sure, started with one user. So I would tell everybody just don't be afraid to, to start small and it makes for a better story anyway. That's awesome. I love that advice. Um, so let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing over at uh, P3 Cost Analyst. So first, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. 
Yeah, thanks. Uh, so we're a, a nationwide cost reduction consulting firm. We specialize in saving our clients money on telecom, utility, merchant processing, and waste expenses. So that means we use our in-house decades of expertise to help our clients save money. So we'll go to work for them on a risk-free shared savings basis and then review those expense categories, bring them recommendations on how to save money. And, and if they approve them, we implement them for them. And then only once they're actually saving money do we begin to share in those savings. What kind of um, what kind of clients are your kind of sweet spot that you like to work with and in, in, in industries also? Yeah, I mean, we really say anybody kind of in that medium range. I mean, we can work with the Fortune 100. It's just hard to get through the red tape. So I tell people, you know, if we have a, a friend of ours or a brother that's the CFO of, of a big company like that, we can go after him. But for the most part, the best bang for your buck and the best ROI on the time spent talking to businesses out there. It's that middle, uh, middle-sized, medium-sized company out there. What kind of, um, I mean, because obviously it sounds great, and I've, and I've seen many, and I've seen other businesses, other areas in the cost reduction space, and it seems like a, I mean, it just seems like a no-brainer to me. I mean, it's like, a, it's a win-win. So you're saying, okay, you have all these costs, you have these expenses, they're pretty much fixed, and you don't have the time to go out and shop or, and, or to make sure, or the experience, even if you did have the time to go out mm-hmm. and shop, to really deal with something like, let's just pick one, merchant processing, um, which has a lot of different layers and, and a a lot of depending on the the industry or the type of uh, business and you know how much they, they use processing could be really substantial um, savings. Yet some business owners still don't go down that route. Why do you, why do you think that is? Well, sure. I mean, we definitely think it's a no brainer. I mean, at the end of the day, they're either going to be better off after our service or it doesn't cost many things. So we, it's really we're bringing our clients a, a bucket of cash and we just keep a portion of that. So. At the end of the day, not every client's going to say yes. I mean, we close about 50% of the deals where we get in front of the, the decision maker. Mm-hmm. And the people that the people that don't say yes, um, we either didn't do a good job, good enough job convincing it, uh, convincing them of, of the need, or they think they have the in-house capabilities, but that's just not the case. These are highly complicated industries, and without having experts that, that focus on these categories every day and have that the, those years of expertise, there's no way that they're going to they're going to be successful in managing those expenses. So it's our job to present that correctly to the client and, and, and show them of that. And nine out of 10 times we find savings for our clients. And that really just proves the need for our service. That's awesome. And, um, and I think, I think another part of it could be um, that they just don't know that this type of service exists, meaning it, it just, it does it kind of sounds too good to be true. So the first guy that knocks on your door says, Hey, I'm going to save you money. And uh, on your expenses, not going to cost you anything unless I find that. It probably throws them off a little. Am I, am I wrong or am I right? You tell me. I know you're, you're right. We definitely have to fight off the too good to be true mentality sometimes. And when when clients have that, we have to remind them, hey, we're making money here. We're getting paid. It's just a win-win for everybody. So once they once they come back to realizing that, hey, we're making money, they realize that there's no ulterior motive. We're just trying to help them save money and, and us make money in the process. What um so what what areas do you work in? Is this nationwide? Is it local to you? Um, what, what kind of areas do you work in for your um clients? Yeah, we work all over the country nationwide. So today we've worked at over thirty thousand client locations in all fifty states, Canada and Puerto Rico. And like I said earlier, the main target for us is that middle market. But we work with anybody bigger than a mom and pop, and 
and up to that Fortune 500 even. Can you give a quick example of, um, you don't have to give a name of a client, but of a type of thing that you've been able to do for a client in the past in terms of savings, whether it was on, on a service, just to put a little bit more meat uh, around it. Because I know there's some business owners right now that are like, they're in their car, they're listening, and they're thinking, oh, well, yeah, great. I'm, uh, you know, is this worth my time in terms of saving? Everybody says they can save us money or help us or these other things. Um, but is it really worth the time of going down that route? And Like, how much time does this take? Absolutely. I think one one example, we worked for a school district not too long ago, and we were looking at their – we looked at all their expenses, but one particular area we found some savings was a, was on their telecom expenses. And they had a, a particular fee that was being mischarged by a, back, a factor of about 20x. And you wouldn't have noticed this unless you knew what you were looking for, and, and our auditors had to review the customer service records to find this out. And I would encourage any business owners listening to, to – request a customer service record from their vendor and take a look at it. It reads like hieroglyphics and you have to be able to interpret that to know what you're spending and, and if what you're spending is accurate. And so we we dove into that particular account. After a while, we realized that this particular fee was not accurate. And so we worked to get a refund and it was it ended up being a $150,000 refund. It took about nine months to get back because surprisingly, the vendors don't just hand over money, even if they if they miss bill, but we were correct and had the truth on our side and went to bat for our clients and eventually got that money back for them. Wow, that's amazing. And I figured it. I figured there were that for some people, and depending on how long these things have happened, it's a six-figure difference. I mean, I get it. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Aaron, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on P3 cost analysts or to um, or to follow up, what's the best way for them to get that info? I think the easiest thing to do would be just go to our website, www.costanalystswithans.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn, and then my email is Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at costanalyst.com. Fantastic. Um, Well, hey, Aaron, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and uh, all the great work that you're doing to uh, save your clients money over at P3 Cost Analyst. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the the Apple iTunes store, uh, send this to your friends and family. I mean, uh, share it with them. Uh, Do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Aaron, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.